Good afternoon, friends. I hope you're well. Today, I wanted to have a quick chat about the concept of what potentially lies beyond for us once we leave this realm and our bodies, and how my work has touched upon this in the years, and how at the moment with my private clients that I'm working with, seems to be that there is a lot of signals coming through around the concept of the death doula, someone who ushers and manages and helps others step over um, from this world into the next. And I think one of the things that's come up again and again in my work um, in varying ways is that the thought that there's nothing after we leave this this realm, this plane of existence, seems to me just not possible. And even in the most practical sense, if you look at it from a scientific standpoint and the concept that we are all energy, energy, for me, is just a transference of that energy into a new state, whatever that state may be. However, anyone who's done ancestral work and worked with your lineage on on whether it's your mother's side or your father's side when you begin to see things happen very energetically quickly in this world it's even more difficult to conceive that we don't in some form continue to exist on after we leave our bodies um i think perhaps apart from one other experience i've had my work with ancestors with ancestral medicine and ancestral uh, magic and ritual, you know, that's been irrefutable in how I see that flow out and how I see the connectedness between it and my family in this in this world. And if you look at that as a story and this, this concept that, you know, we are the product or end result of many different lives that have converged that have struggled and suffered and fought to exist and then finally bringing you into the world and then after you're gone the potential for you to have touched other lives in your family or brought life into the world too and how that goes on from your story and that happening and again and again over time and then what that means to you just in your relationship with your family and your mum and your dad and and your various um, extended family as you carry on through your story and, and witnessing how that is a deeply profound relationship and there is one other thing one other really very very direct experience I've had around this and I'd like to share that with you today so in my practice as I think I've mentioned a couple of times here on the Substack. I've been blessed to work with what I would describe as angelic entities. That's through my work in Enochian, the uh, the language of angels that uh, John Dee scried. Um, John Dee, the court astrologer of Queen Elizabeth. Um, My work through that with those entities and then also through my work with uh, Marianne Rader and her concept of uh, what the beings and entities are that she convenes with and, and uses to transfer prophecy into this realm. And there was something that happened to me, a really strange experience between the finishing that work or, or just 
moving on to different types of work after I worked with um, a Nokian. And I've worked with Lon Milo Decat as well, who is, um, you know, someone who's very experienced within that system of belief and magic. Um, what was interesting was I had a very, very odd experience where... And it links very much to my experience when I was younger. That is my key transformational experience where I saw an angel. Um, I had sleep paralysis and my bedroom opened up and I was suddenly in a in my in the graveyard that I learned most of the skills I have today and a great angel came to life and spoke to me. But what happened was far, far later, when actually in this house, and I think it may be in about maybe it was a, maybe a year or so before my mum passed over, I had another really strange visitation while I was asleep. It didn't feel like a dream. It felt very, very... Well, it felt like a dream that had been breached by something. And I was asleep. And then into my dream, I was aware that I was sleeping. And then these beings, these this presence presented itself while I was sleeping. And it kind of just very much felt like a door was opened into my subconscious as I was asleep and these beings stepped in, closed the door and then began to talk to me and they re they spoke to me in the most matter-of-fact way. There was no kind of elusive, strange dream uh, metaphors or, or weirdness. It was just really practical and very, very pragmatic. And these beings, all they said to me was as I'm talking to you now in the, in the same type of manner, they just said, yeah, so death. And I was like, yeah. And they said, you don't need to worry about that. That's not even a thing. And I was like, okay. And they were like, that was it. And they just kind of opened the door back up and then they left. But there was a real strange, strong, energetic signature that I recognise from when I work with the a Nokian system and also I recognized it again in Marianne's work that these seem to be the same beings and how pragmatic it was and all I can say is that when I woke up from that experience that it just seemed like of course death is not even a real thing from a certain perspective in time and space and if we are beings of energy as science seems to support um and more and more it seems to be talking about the fact that all reality is just made up of energetic energetic um matter of consciousness as you if you want and the concept if you step back far enough and look at that that death is nothing more than a doorway or a border or something we breach to become something else if we return to what we were or we go to another new place and when you see when you're with someone who passes over I was with my mum and I've been with other people too you just see how utterly and we all many people talk about this how utterly devoid of that signature that energetic signature a body is once the soul or the light or the person is left, it's literally like a puppet with its strings cut. It just doesn't even look human anymore in terms of you can sense the energetic um, signature. And it's it's such a strange thing to bear witness of, a body that has 
that is no longer containing what was once there. And, you know, from a, um, a ritual, a ceremonial perspective, and this concept around how we speak to this great mystery, to me, in all of my work, it's the thing that haunts the human race. It's a, a great well of pain and a wound that we have taken within ourselves and expressed in various manners. The fact that we don't truly under or aren't willing to be with that anymore, that concept of what happens when we leave this realm. And maybe we've lost a great deal of our belief systems and our practical ceremonies around when something or someone leaves this realm. And I think that a lot of trauma, a lot of worry, a lot of sadness, a lot of grief is heightened because of our lack of willingness to contemplate what it is that happens when we transfer to new to new places. And I will another another thing I will say, you know, I've just turned fifty of us as I've spoken about many times on my on this um substack, on my on the story. And I, as I, I'm watching myself get older, it's quite an interesting experience witnessing things start to change. I'm sure, and I'm sure it becomes much more profoundly difficult the older you get. But there's something in it that I find fascinating and not frightening. And I can only speak to that, that lack of fear, because of what happened to me with that experience when those beings came to be with me and spoke to me in this pragmatic fashion. Is that aging, um, it's not, you know, it's not the best thing in the world, but... I, d I certainly don't I feel I feel an active component in the aging I feel that I am that, that is part of my story and I celebrate that aspect of it at the moment that may change I'm aware that transformation is uh, and a, your journey as a human is has many stages but at the moment at this point as I've reached a, a deepening of my um journey on planet earth that I feel a compassion for myself as a as a being that's growing older perhaps that compassion also comes from the light that's within me my true spirit as it witnesses the the vehicle that has been good enough to kind of get me this far i'm becoming quite emotional when i talk about it now this concept that we are beings of energy and light and beauty and the sadness is really only comes from witnessing our own frailness as we age and how beautiful it is a thing to be contained within this this vehicle that's good enough to carry us so i feel a great deal of gratitude towards my physical form it has done its job it's it's pushed me forward it's kept me alive it sustained my spirit and I think perhaps we can all learn to be a bit kinder to our physical self because we never really can't truly, truly damage the light. The light is boundless and forever that we hold within our bodies. So it's only our physical form that we punish many times through the stress and the, you know, the, um, the rawness of our experience in our physical form. So we need to look after our physical self better to treat ourselves better in the physical form and perhaps that sadness that resides within of the light witnessing how we are to that physical self will ease and make our journey better anyway have a, a lovely sunday i'm gonna go and have a barbecue with my family now in the garden before i get back to work next week and i will be back with you with a uh, 
a larger essay next week, next Sunday. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.